Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Capture Culture Podcast. We love you and we love the love we get back. So make sure to check us out on all major platforms. Adam, tell them where they can find us at. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Capture Culture Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter at CCP for the win. And last but not least, you can find us over at CaptureCulturePodcast.com. Boom. Double tap, subscribe, like, comment, share. Tell all your people about it and help us grow. Enjoy the show. Capture Culture Podcast. Welcome to Capture Culture, where worlds collide, creatives thrive, and the beat never dies. We're your host, that's Adam. What it do? I'm Alex, coming fresh with a mic check and thanking you for the time you're about to invest. Man, I am chilling in my robe right now, dude, like I'm Tony Soprano. We are both chilling in our robes right now, sir, you know? Um, yeah, self-care, man. they call it. They call it self-care, right? Sometimes you gotta just chill in a robe, put some slippers on, you know what I'm saying? Oh, most definitely, man. We, I feel like this is like a spa episode today. I was telling you we need the cucumber on our eyes, maybe a little face mask or something. Just self-care. <laughs> I must admit, I wasn't in a robe, and then I saw you in a robe, and I was like, I need to put on a fucking yeah. robe, you know? So, uh, yeah. good, good call. I love to just, I love to pimp it in my robe, man. I think, like, I, that's kind of what I'm known for. Like, going back to even, like, when I used to slink some weed, I didn't even realize it, but I'd go outside and, like, deliver it, and I'd be in my robe. <laughs> I mean, I didn't realize. That was like my, that was like, that was like my thing. I didn't realize that's what you were known for. I've known you for like 15 years. I've never known you to be a robe wearing uh, connoisseur, a robe connoisseur, you know? So. <laughs> oh, I am. Mm. This is nice and like soft. It's fucking warm. Is the season. What's the. I mean, it's been like dumping rain and snow and everything, dude. Cali and Nevada lately. What's like, the. What's up with that? It's a cold world. Well, it's, world out there. it's been raining out here a lot. It's been raining out here for the last three days, pouring rain. Um, it's kind of crazy because my dog won't go shit outside. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he won't go shit outside. Because it's, 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 it's raining. Pouring. Yeah, cause, and he just will look at me and I'm like, what, go outside, you know? And then next thing I know, I'll find a turd like on the little mat by the door, you know uh. what I'm saying? So, I mean, he's trying his best, you know, but he's not trying to get soaked. He's a tiny little dog, you know? He, he doesn't like the water, huh? Does he go swimming? Uh, he when he's does. around bodies of water? He, he has gone swimming before. I don't think he likes it very much. I think he panics a lot. Um, when it's drizzling, he'll go out, but not. I mean, this rain is just pouring, man. That's just. So he's just been turding in your, yeah. in your pad this yeah. entire time? <laughs> you put in like, you put in, you should put mats out at least. You well, know, like, you know, those like. Urine mats or whatever, yeah. like for dogs and shit. Too. I've, I've been thinking about that, but he's well trained. You know, he's he knows that yeah. he's not supposed to do it. Um, right, you don't want to get comfortable shin in the house for sure. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, that's not the plan. And then have a mat thinking like piss in the house, you know. But uh, not a good look. yeah, I mean, you know, I love my dog though. He's a good boy. He when he needs to go to the bathroom, I have a little piano that sits out front of the. Um, the window it's like a, mm. a sliding glass door and he'll just play the piano and it dings and it lets me know he needs to go outside you know that's yeah. so funny dude yeah. it's like smooth jazz piano music that just like loosens it's, you know it's, like everything just gets it ready to take a shit it's a xylophone actually it's a little like a it's a kid's toy it's a children's toy it's a little ba- little beethoven yeah 
And then when he gets back in, he hits it again to let me know, hey, give me my treat, you know? So, um, <laughs> yeah. He's the boss. He's the boss. He's the boss, dude. He's what, uh, what's, what's new with you, bro? What's been going on lately? Ooh, man, you know, it's been, um, it's been a, a, let's say, a month. And it's been a, a year. It's been quite the year. 2023 has been quite mm-hmm. the year so far. Um, well, let's just get it out of the way. I'm on probation, officially. Official. Probation. Yeah. It's official. When did th- when did this start? Well, um, I started getting in trouble with Johnny Law when I was a a yee lad, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, no. Um. Uh. It started last on uh, September fifteenth. Um. The day before my birthday, I got uh, pulled over. In the middle of the night, I was driving. I got pulled over and. Um, uh, I got arrested. It turned out I had a warrant for my arrest. Um, um, and what'd you do? And were, well, did you do a warrant for your arrest? Yeah. Is it like jury duty or <laughs> is it something a little more major? Is it something a little major? Than I don't that? think they give out um, warrants for uh, jury duty, but uh, skipping jury duty. But yeah, I'm not sure. Um, Let's just say it was uh, for a white um, collar crime, you know, um, and just white collar, yeah, crime. just just some shit I shouldn't have been doing, um, and pretty much they wanted to talk to me. Um, what pretty much what happened was I went to court. They let me know the evidence that they had, and um, I pled not guilty. And they let me know like what more evidence they had, and they're like, "Here's here's why you're not getting away with it," you know. You sure about that? <laughs> Pretty much what happened, you know. And I went back and I told them, "Look, um, you know, like I, I've got the restitution money. I could pay that up front, um, you know. And you know, I, I understand what I did was wrong, and uh, I'm not trying to. Uh, I'm I'm done with that world." And, um, right. I mean, should you even be talking about this legally? What would your lawyer oh, advise? Well, you yeah, well, this all over, right? This is kind of, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's been, right. uh, it's been a whole six month process, almost September. Uh, yeah, right. six months. Um, so what happened was they, they wanted to give me 90 days, um, in jail and that would have been 45 days with good time and I'm a good boy. I'm I'm going to behave. I'm not going to fucking while out in jail. Um mm-hmm. uh, and uh or they wanted to give me 2 years probation. I went back. I told them, "Look, here's the restitution money. Um I'm very sorry. I fucked up. Yes, okay. I fucked up and I pled guilty and they gave me 1 year of formal probation." Um and when okay. and when I with that jail time um with no jail time with no jail time no jail jail time time. and um after that one year if i followed through my probation um they turned the felony into a misdemeanor and i go on to informal probation for the next following year so uh okay and it sucks so two years probation total Mm -hmm. and then one year full Mm mm-hmm so you're a felon right now. Being a felon sucks, dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Being a being a felon wow. sucks. Like what what did you what did you do? Can you talk about it? <laughs> like I I know what you did, but like do you want to talk about it? Is it 
Is it a crime involving a computer? Well, yeah, duh. It is. Um, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could just leave it at that. So. Well, then um, that could be doing... like, you know, that could be lots of things, dude. That could be. Like, oh, I get. You know. <laughs> but. All right. Um, All right. I guess I'll allow you to clarify. That. Yeah, I guess uh, it was a financial crime. As you're, ch- as you're, ch- as you're chilling in a white robe, <laughs> like talking about this. Financial crimes, man. Like, yeah. Um, pretty much, I got into some things I shouldn't have got into, and uh, had access to things I shouldn't have had access to, and uh, made purchases I shouldn't have purchased. Um, some hacking dark web shit, or what? I mean, uh, I don't. I don't really like to. I'm not. I'm not a hacker or anything like that. I just like computers. You know. Um, Dude, how do you think that's going to get you by with the ladies? I think you can do good when you tell them you're a felon, you're on probation. You're probably going to get you're probably going to get a lot of ass right now. Dude, you got to work that angle. Uh, you think that I <laughs> You got You know what, man? You got to work that bad boy angle. Uh, it does not it does not do anything for my confidence, man. You know, being on formal probation is a lot harder than it sounds, man. It's um I've been on formal probation before. I've been on probation before, informal probation before. I'm sorry. I've been on informal probation mm. before, and that was easy. You know, you just don't get in trouble, and it's over. It's over. You know what I'm saying? Um, formal pro- probation. Um, I have a probation officer. This motherfucker mm. comes to my house. You know, comes here, looks around. Yeah, no Goes shit. in my you're room. Up, you're up probation. Um, yeah. I have to call every single day to a drug test line. I got to call this phone number and put in oh. a code every day and see if I get called in for a drug test. If I am called in for a drug test, I got to go in and piss that day on mm. top of that. The most, the most demeaning. Are they testing for, uh, I don't want to cut you off. Are they testing for marijuana? I just need to know, oh, like, yeah. do you need so, to stop smoking weed during no, this time? Because you thought you could smoke weed. And I was like, you probably can. I can 100% smoke weed. You can? You can. Oh shit! My, can. can yeah. Nice. The, the thing is, they can't make it illegal. It's not illegal, you know. So, okay. Um, All right. Um, so that's not that bad. That's not that what, bad. If you could smoke weed on your formal probation, how bad can it be? No, that's here's the worst part, though, bro. When I <laughs> go right. into All drug right. test, okay, I gotta yes. take my yeah. pants down past my knees, okay. Okay. With some kid, I've done it two times already. Some kid standing right there looking at me why you gotta say kid he's That's a very fucking weird, kid though. he's 19 20 years old maybe damn you know right. and um staring at me giving me five minutes dude the first time i couldn't even go i yeah he's literally looking, looking right at, at my dick. dick and ass and everything dude looking at it None- <laughs> just like <laughs> there's no more fake wieners that you can get no, like, dude, you know? and he's like and, I, <laughs> and i'm just like bro and i'm this uncomfortable laugh just like <laughs> it's and i had to go so bad dude like i I had to go. You're going to implode you know? on yourself. And right. I could not go. And then you have a five-minute time limit, you know? After five minutes, right. you fail the test. So, man, I couldn't go. My first time, I couldn't even fucking go. And I was like, what the fuck? So you failed the test. Or like, shy. what did they do for your first time? Well, I was pee shy. I mean, that, that's that's got to be a thing, though. You can't be the only person right. that's like, you got to get used to this. Not- this is not like... Your everyday life, and all of a sudden now this is now you got someone staring at you while you pee. It's weird. So my <laughs> second time, when I went, um, 
this time I peed a little bit, like I can get a little bit in the cup. And it's the same kid, same kid. And he remembered me and everything. And man, it's just demeaning as all fuck. It's just, it's, yeah. it hurts, man. And then, and then to think like, oh, to chase pussy after that, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, that's a, I, I <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm all right, you know, for now, at least for a year, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm gonna try and, um, <laughs> try and, you know, you should just like your next girlfriend, like to help you with it. You should just have her watch you pee while you directly Man, in your I've, dick to I've, like get look, you used to this. Get I'm a freak, dog. I've done, it's not like that's a new thing. You know what I'm saying? I've done shit like no, that. I know. You know, like I've, I've done it. The... I mean, that's awkward, bro. It's awkward. What? It's, it's, it's very awkward. I mean, no, pants, yeah, pants yeah, down yeah, my, by my knees. You know what I'm saying? That's the hardest part. Cause I'm like, it's just, but at least you're not in jail. Yo, you know yeah, I mean? that's true. That's true. But if I was in jail, I so, would have been done done with it by now I wouldn't have this fucking thing to deal with but it would have been a month it, it would have been over by now you know what i'm saying like you would have had you would have had other shit to deal with though in jail like you think I, I mean i don't know i've never been to jail thankfully like i'm proud of saying that i've never been to jail i try not to go you know what i mean not really not really a place i'm trying to book in the summer I mean, you know what i'm saying county, but, county uh, jail is um i mean you could you could get really involved or you could just not get really involved i would know? just imagine though like you could be tested even you know someone might want to fight you so even if you go in trying to do good time you might still get an altercation yeah, dude. that like extent that extends your time there which could suck you know yeah you I mean? can get jumped and uh for sure i've got jumped yeah exactly jumped. And, and and somebody like me who you know is not like about that life gets into jail Oh, it doesn't. I feel like I feel like I'm gonna get tested. Bro, nobody. Even if I keep my head down and not and not even like try to get into it, I feel like I'm gonna get tested. And like, where do I belong? I'm a I'm a shaved head Middle Eastern, mm. but I'm Catholic, mm. so I wouldn't go with like the Middle Eastern Muslims. You know, I mean, the, the whites won't take me. You know, I mean, maybe maybe I could try to get in with the blacks, spit like a freestyle or something. No, that's that's stupid to say. But like for real, like I'm saying, like there's nowhere for me to go. I'm kind of an outcast. Well, so when I went to jail, um, they asked me up front uh, as soon as I went into the uh, vestibule, which is like the holding area for all the guys. Um, they're yeah. like, who do you want to be with? The others or the blacks? And the blacks were the Muslims, you know. And the uh, the right. others are, you know, the others, but these others were right. all Vietnamese. You know what I'm saying? Like these guys were all Vietnamese and I'm thinking, well, I'm not black. So I'm gonna go with the others, which was the biggest mistake. I should have went with the black dudes because they're way, they're way nicer. They're just cleaner. They're, um, right. they, they, they're just better people. I feel not, ah, shit. That sounds horrible, but I feel like. Well, you know, let's say this to 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 help like back you up on this. It's just like I feel like if you're actually in going to jail, mm -hmm. your mentality is that you're trying to be strategic about it. Like, what is you're going into survival mode, and jail is like gentrified in its own right when you get in there for sure. You know, it's broken up into little communities and people that it is. I I guess what I was trying to say is that the black black Muslims are you know just that muslims you know what i'm saying and and i feel like they have uh a little bit more uh code of ethics whereas the vietnamese others you know uh would be up all night gambling playing cards being loud in my bunk you know like you know, right underneath me you know or you mm. know for instance i got jumped by by my people by my own people um when i was in jail um i uh 
Because I feel like you got to commit. You know, you got to commit to your your people, your crew. It's like it's all or nothing. And if you don't commit, then you're not with them. I mean, right? If you plan on being in there for a long time, but uh, yeah, I guess that's prison too, not yeah. jail. Jail is kind of a different, I different kind of roller coaster, bro. My my mentality in it is I'm I'm trying to get the fuck out of here as soon as possible. I don't want any friends. I don't want to make. I don't want to know anybody. I don't want to talk to no one. I just want to eat my food read a book and go to sleep. That's it, man. And like, there you go. You know, so you're on formal, you're on this formal probation yes, for a year. So what is, what else does that entail other than so, the piss, the piss test? So are you checking in every night? Do they know where you're at every yeah, night? So the, can you leave the state? So I have to ask permission to leave the state. Um, okay. I have to ask permission to leave the city. In fact, um, Mm. Uh, it entails this guy popping in on me whenever he wants, um, and you know, keeping a job, holding a job, steady income. Um, if I get, you gotta, you gotta get a job. No, well, I gotta have a you steady, a job, yeah, right? gotta have a steady income. You gotta have, you just you gotta, you gotta income, prove right, right. Um, and All then right. also, um, if I get any contact with any police officers, immediately gotta contact my PO and let them know. If a police officer contacts me and finds out I'm on probation, which he will, um, it's an immediate search. They'll search me for sure. Um, if I'm with anybody that is also on probation, that's a violation, considered a violation. Um, and uh, yeah, if I violate, I could do up to three years, which is the scary part. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you got you got to be on the straight and narrow yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, like, even like leaving the city, you got to be like cautious of like taking that extra exit on the freeway just to go pick up some food here or there. You know what I mean? Like every little yeah, thing. Yeah, it's not like house arrest. I'm assuming, obviously, well, right? They don't have like an anklet no, on no, you. No. They're not necessarily tracking you. But yeah. So when when I went to piss test the other um, day, um, I was sitting in a waiting room, and it was the first time that I was sitting in a waiting room, and I noticed, I'm like why is this going to take forever? I got shit to do, you know, like, and these guys around me, they weren't sitting around waiting to piss. They were sitting around charging their ankle bracelets, bro. Like they have to go mm. in there and charge their ankle bracelet every day, which is, it's like, uh, you're, you're sitting next to, it's like, I thought this dude was charging his phone, wow. but they're charging. I, I noticed they're charging ankle bracelets. The three guys around me. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, damn, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I'm like that's another way to keep them tapped in and checked yeah. in is like you can't charge it at home you yeah. know what i'm saying like you got to go there to charge it i didn't even honestly i didn't even really think about that i thought like you would be allowed to charge it at home because it's house arrest right but that makes sense they just they just make sure you're like still local I, I, no it's, <laughs> they don't want you in your house though they want you like in programs they want you where yeah, you know what i'm true. saying like man i could not right. leave my house forever too you know what i'm saying like i could sit in my house and post up you know but I don't, that's not what they want. Can you, can you, can you paint a picture of your PO officer? Is this yeah. like a big intimidating dude? Yeah. Is Actually, this like some scary motherfucker? Like, did, did you look at him and be like, yeah, I can't, I can't fucking play with this. So, guy. um, well, the immediate first impression I got from him was, uh, he seemed to be interested in cars. Like I have this car tattoo. And he commented on that. He wanted to know what type of car I drove. And I told him I got a Camry with almost 300,000 miles on it. 
and he mm. was like he started he went off on that like oh yeah you could buy three camrys for your entire life camry's so good that he just seemed to be very into cars um i drive a camry yeah camry's the shit man um yeah so he seemed to be into cars you think that's a tactic to you know get to know you get to get you to feel a little comfortable it, with it, them and it like, seemed like you know what i mean it seemed like genuine interest you know what i'm saying like uh because um, like in sales, in sales, you try to develop a genuine interest with your customer. So they like you. So they're fond of you. And then they're less, they're more likely to buy from you when they like. Well, you. I so. mean, uh, not to say that I don't think that he would be strategic about these types of things, but um, you don't. Uh, I really don't think he gives a fuck, man. I think he's just to me, to him, yeah. I'm a job. Like it's his job, you know. Yeah, what I'm it's just a job. Like huh? um, he ain't trying to save your soul. Right. You know, he ain't trying to do like like he's not trying to therapize you. Yeah, he's exactly. He's therapist. not trying to be my best friend, but he just wants to you. see like that I'm following the fucking rules. Um, one of the few things like he came in to like I had to sit outside with another officer, which sucked, man. Having two full ass police officers in full vest come to your mm -hmm. door. And you're, you know what I'm saying, and knocking on your door. Right. It was hard, man. It was kind of like shit. That's a tough one to swallow. And then I have to sit in the living room with one officer while the other one goes in my room. And, I, and yeah. I'm like, fuck. I. They're gonna go through my drawers. They're gonna pull things out. You know what I'm saying? Um, the dude just came in, looked in my room, and he's like, "Oh, so you're an artist?" And I'm like, "Yes, sir." You know, from the other room, and um. And then two seconds later, he just came out and he's like, he told the person, the other person he was like, everything looks good. And, and, uh, just left. Uh, I don't think, look, I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to violate, you know what I'm saying? It's not like I've got. No, don't dude. You know, don't be stupid and do three years. I mean, what's going to happen to capture culture podcast. You know what I'm saying? Calling in, calling in from fucking. Yeah. You know, you know, what we'll do? you know check. what we do is I'd write, check, you, I'd write you, I'd write you. I'd write you and you'd write me back and I would read out your letters to the, our that audience. Was so sad, bro. <laughs> that was so We'd sad. give our audience the, you know, your mailing address. So, <laughs> so like all, all like 20 people that listen in could, could mail you Yo, in. By the way, no, just if, if, if anything got, like more. that we ever got. happens, feel free to, to replace me with Brendan or, or, or yeah. Edwin or, or one of the other many guests that we've had on this wonderful you know show you know you could re replace right. me with the co-host the show must go on yeah exactly the show must go exactly. on right um so so what do you think is going to be the hardest thing about your probation to not break is there any rule that you're really like man this is going to be tough uh yeah the the fucking call the fucking taking my pants off every day you know almost every day the drug like the calling in for the you'd probably get, you're gonna get used to that though you you might not see that now but you so, got man. a year like, of doing i don't this. think so like you got a year of doing this nah you just be you'd be like ready to go man. i really <laughs> i really hope you know, I, you'll probably i really hope like the second time i did it i played a podcast like just because you're not allowed to turn on the water or anything i just played a podcast just to have because it's awkward silence man and i and i and i know this kid do you yo? It's like yo. It's yo. He must. He has. Do you feel like? Do you? Do you time, feel like you got to clean up? Do you got to feel like you got to clean up down yeah, there? Since yo, you got the first so time I did, I had like I had like a show. hair like on my shit, and I like pulled it off and like 
like flicked it onto the toilet seat. You know what I'm saying? I was just so embarrassed. I was like, damn, yeah. <laughs> I got like lint. Bro, you got dreadlocks on your head. Like well, yeah, you have the, you have these like dreadlock pubes. You're like, oh fuck, no, this ain't gonna they're, work. they're not dreadlock pubes. It's just lint from my boxers, bro. Dreadlock pubes. That'll be I mean, that's so now you're keeping it nice and trim. So yeah. always keeping it nice and trim, man. You know. Man, but Shit, you, might, you might as well wink at him next time you're taking a picture. You know what, man? And here's the thing: is like I, I'm like looking at, and I'm like, he must got to find the humor in it. <laughs> I wonder, is like, does he? What is he thinking? You know what I'm saying? It's like, is he thinking like I got a small dick? Yeah, that's his is he, job. Right, that's right, his job. Right, that's his job. Every that's his day. job. Like how many that, multiple you, times a day, dog? You know, Dude, that sounds like um, what do you call it when you work for free? Uh, intern. That sounds like an intern job. Like make the fucking intern. I, maybe look at these guys' dicks as they maybe piss. possibly, but I think he may. Um, I think he may. He he may orient <laughs> that uh, towards men. He may he may <laughs> he may be homosexual. I think um, just because he had a few tendencies, um, a little feminine, that were a little feminine. Um, <laughs> That's Maybe a, he's just trying to make you like feel okay around him. Maybe he doesn't want to be this hard guy looking at your dick. Peeing. Dude, I, I, I would know. prefer almost a hard dude. like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> how much? Like, how I much almost feel like this guy's like sizing me up. Job. Like he's like almost disappointed when I take think? my pants down. I'm just like, fuck. You know? <laughs> what if you're trying to sneak in like one of those fake dicks and piss? He's like, wait a minute. Where's the mole? Where's the mole? <laughs> I remember a mole. You know? No. I remember the mole <laughs> being exactly. Two two inches away or, from the tip of the penis, or, you know, like because the first time I I do, let me just tell you, the first time I went in there, I did I did shave it up. I was like, oh, well, <laughs> you know, it's been a little bit of a dry spell for me, so you know, like I haven't really been worried about it. But the first time I went in, there, I was like, when they told me that I have to do it, the bush, and, the bush, yeah, I had to like do some manscaping, you know, and um, and and. You know, so I I was definitely well aware that someone's gonna be looking at my dick, and I told him before I pulled out, I was like, "If you don't mind, I'm gonna fluff it up first, you know." And he's like, "That's perfectly cool." That's awkward, but dude. I, That's awkward. I don't want fluff it to it come out like you know when my dick's little, it's little. You know what I'm saying? It's not like fucking, you know. It's all I'm natural. I'm not a shower. So it's just you know. Anyway, That's talking funny, about dicks. Dude. That's funny. So look, look. <laughs> You so you committed a, a computer crime, okay? You were doing some shit on your computer. So when these when your PO comes, mm-hmm. are they doing like some kind of like search into your computer? I mean, you're doing no. all of this capture culture right. podcast on a computer. Right. Do did you have to give them access I was to very your IP? Worried. Or, but I don't even I was know. very worried that I would have to give them my devices, um, my electronic devices, because they would I would definitely I mean, I would have to wipe everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've definitely got some. Well, like in yeah, some questionable. Well, you should program. Well, you should. I don't well, even know what you're waiting for. I, I, they didn't do it now, but that doesn't mean they well, won't do they, it. It's so not, you really should. Uh, they, maybe they're trying to trap no, you in, and make you get back into your habits. Mm-hmm. It's in the it's in the probation. Actually, it says that I have to forfeit any to any search and seizure except for uh, any electronic devices. So. Um, they're not allowed mm. to touch my electronic devices, but um, I'm not allowed to. Well, if I were you, I would still, I would still. I mean, I, if, if there's anything questionable, I don't know why you're holding on to it. Um, 
You got three years on the line. You got three yeah. years on the line, right? Like, do you, why? I don't even know what you're talking about, well, but like, why keep it around? I, I don't know if it's questionable as far as, I mean, I don't know what if they would, because one of the things he's like, when I told my PO, you know, what I was in trouble for, he was like, oh, ha ha ha, don't, don't hack my a bank, you know, like, uh, I've got no money in there, you know, and, and, and I was like, bro, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm I'm not doing that. Um I'm it's just I've got so many it develops so many it does give you things on my computer and to wipe yeah. everything would be um I I have to do it but I have to organize everything first. I'm not ready to yet, but I have to do it. You're right. I'm going to do it. Um you really should. I just realized like you know being labeled a hacker I'm not a hacker. Like automatic, automatically makes someone like untrustworthy. Yeah. When people hear that, because you just don't like it, automatically puts a shady cloud around you, like instantly. And I don't think, you know what I mean. I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not saying like you're shady or whatever. I'm saying like if anyone were to say that, right? Like I think you even talked about bringing like a hacker maybe on Capture Culture here and like interviewing them and talking about them. But like, oh, you remember? It's just instant. It's instant. It's instant. Like just dishonesty you can't trust them and guard guards are up but like you that's know, not true that he's at, that he or she's yeah that's yeah. not well that i mean i mean it's an invasion of privacy right so you're just instantly kind of like taken off by it hmm. well there's a lot of different forms um um and uh yeah i'd imagine think, how serious think, it is you know if it's just trivial or if you're really going after like some sensitive information or whatnot for well sure. i think like what you're kind of um mixing it up with is um a scammer like um i'm not a scammer per se you know mm -hmm. um you kind of ran a scam though right a little bit no never oh, we don't have to talk about I, never... I, I know the story you don't Bro. think you don't think like you could label what happened in your situation a slight scam no. Uh, if, if look, I had Adam. I had access to things I shouldn't have had access to because I got to things I. Should. You don't think you were running a little scam? No. Come on, buddy. Buddy, no. And <laughs> Come on, like, buddy. Just don't sit here and persecute me and fucking. I'm know, not. No, 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 no. Like, I'm not. I'm just all, saying you're labeling yourself not a scammer. Purely like, allegations. Eh. Purely speculation. <laughs> all allegations. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm gonna have to deny all of it. And, uh, <laughs> For sure. you know, like, look, man, I was, um, doing my due diligence on my research and just testing yeah. my, um, abilities and seeing how far I could go. And, uh, unfortunately it wasn't that far. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or too far. Yeah. Well, yeah. Depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Uh, you know, definitely. So, I lesson. mean, you're a bright dude. You're a bright dude, bro. I think one thing that pisses me off the most is you have these tools and stuff and you just got to harness them and use them the right yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You know, like you just need, you know, what you need is a mentor. You need someone that like knows the shit, you know, but has been there and done that and like mentors you into how to harness all of that and like really make a good profit mm. legally off that yeah. shit. Cause you do got a lot of skills, bro. You got, you know, you pretty much like work all of this capture culture stuff when it comes to the video and and doing this, doing that. You know, that's pretty simple stuff. And you, but. you, you edit photos, but you know how to use like the OBS system, and you fucking self taught yourself how to how to weasel your way into certain things on online. So, 
It's impressive. Uh, Self-taught. Well, and you made beats, right? You made beats. Yeah, I'm definitely good with Right? You made music programs. and you self-taught yourself yeah. all that. Yeah, I'm definitely good with programs and learning a program and learning about a way of, the way a program works. Unfortunately, man, like in today's day and age, everything runs off a program now, you know? And um and So what's keeping you, man? What's keeping you from like finding a career path in all of this? Um like I know working fucking good question, nine bro, to five because, sucks, uh... right? <laughs> working nine to five suck. Having a boss sucks. No one wants to answer to anybody. Uh, there's a lot of stresses that come with being the boss too. But like, why don't you go after it? Like, what is holding you back? There's something holding you back. I just want to do something that I love doing, man, and that I wake up. Doing. But you love doing that stuff. I don't love doing I'm it. Saying... No, I have so much anxiety doing this shit, man. Like I would oftentimes, man. I don't even want to say it on here because I, I'll tell you later though, but I'd look at something and I'd look at the person and I'd be like, mm. I can't do this, you know? And I wouldn't, you know? And just because I see the things that this person was going through in their life and I'd be like, man, uh, God would be too angry with me if I fucked with this person, you know? So, but I'm saying like, even like a web developer, you know, you could do shit like that, do that too, though, man. You know? I don't want to do, I mean, uh, I mean, I want to do shit like run a robe company with you, my friend. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the right. shit I want to do. Dope rope. Dope rope. Dope robes. No. Yeah. Dope so me, I mean, like just, you don't, I know you live in the now, mm. but what about the future do as you get older, yeah. like having that plan set forth? Cause our parents aren't always going to be around yeah. and you and I both uniquely are going through things and with our family and our pops specifically uh with cancer and stuff that kind of threatened threatened us yeah. right threatened our, our our foundation for a minute yeah. right and they're both still here god bless right. but you know i'll tell you what's going on in my life man i mean i'm kind of my midlife crisis right wow. and i say crisis like it's a beautiful mess i'm a mess but i'm not like super bad that's me being overly critical but wanting more out of my life Right. Like that's just, that's just what it is. It's like, what's the next step. Right. What's so your, what's your biggest so, fear? Well, biggest fear. I mean, everyone's fear is like just no, uh, you're fear specific. of failure. Biggest fear, dude. I mean, after the accident, like honestly being in a car, being in a car is always like a understanding that it's a life and death situation all the time now. Like that's part of what I've been going through even recently and like trying yeah. to deal with trauma and still process trauma is like that's that's a big fear of mine and you use a car every day and i hate being a passenger in a car but you're in a car every day and now i realize like the the fragileness of everything mm. and how it could all happen in a blink of an right. eye so i'm not behind the wheel like super freaked out and panicked but it's there right and you learn to live with it but that is like an underlining trauma that i deal with on a daily basis and i'm like coming to grips with that and to terms with that and uh but scary for alexis's birthday mm. yeah for alexis's birthday you know it was on february 18th right we had a good night man we had fun we did a little molly we drank poured some drinks had just some fun at the house we put the vibes on music everything's going good and lovely and uh, i wake up the next day and the next day is her actual birthday so that's the 19th on a sunday and I feel like shit, man. Definitely super hungover, right? I'm thinking it's a, just a really bad hangover, but I have like horrible heartburn all day. Like I just can't get rid of this heartburn. I'm feeling nauseous and like waves all day. I'm not really eating much. 
Um, but I'm pushing through. I'm pushing through. I'm trying to have the most of it. It's her birthday, right? right? So I'm like going through this day. We go to Cheesecake Factory at night for a nice dinner. I take about three bites of my dinner and I box it all up to go because I really can't eat. And then Monday comes and I'm still sick and I'm still Damn. nauseous and I still have this like weird stomach gut shit. Okay. I'm like, all right, I'm old. Two day hangover. Okay. That's what it is. Molly, the drinks were hard. You know, as you're feeling good, her her hand pours more heavy and heavy. She's a heavy pour. So these drinks were hard. So I'm like, all right, this is just a two-day hangover. I'm 36. It's hurting. Tuesday comes. Still bad. Still bad. Like, I'm feeling like shit. And now I'm feeling like there's something stuck in my stomach, like like solid stuck in my stomach and I feel like any bite of food I try to eat like has to like go around this thing like something's trapped in there. Bro. And now now I'm thinking stomach ulcer. Go to the doctor, dude. No, no. So let me I'll tell you, man. I mean, it's initially I didn't think it was bad to go to the doctor, but I was going to monitor it. So now I'm thinking it's a stomach ulcer, so I start googling all this shit. And I'm trying to figure out what's wrong. Because I know, like, when you feel something like that, you just know something's not right with you. So, right? So, I'm, like, Googling it. And I'm like, yeah, this is a stomach ulcer. This makes sense. Because I have this, this, that, and that. So, I start Googling all the healthy foods and natural remedies I could take to try to help this. Because if I try to schedule a doctor's visit, I know it's going to take, like, a month anyways. So, I'm I'm on it right away. No, that's not true. It's not going to take a month, bro. Come on. You just, that's an excuse. Well, I'll go. That's just an excuse. You're telling yourself that it's going to be a month because you don't well, want to go. Well, so I've treated it. I've treated mm-hmm. it. So now I'm feeling better. I'm feeling really good. Uh-huh. I'm feeling much better. Now I'm just eating clean. Everything's clean. Um, I'm making these smoothies in the morning because banana is good for it. So I mix banana, apple, coconut milk is good for it. Put that in there. Honey, raw honey is good for it. So I put raw honey. I'm starting to eat more salads. I'm cooking more. How often are you drinking? Right. So. I'm feeling better. So I gave up alcohol. It's only been two weeks, but I'm going to give it up. We have friends coming over this weekend to stay. Almost bought a bottle of red wine for myself, Mm -hmm. but decided like, no, I'm just going to stay away from alcohol for a minute. Yeah, good. But the the thing is, so I say midlife crisis because the thing is, it's not just the alcohol and it wasn't the drugs, which I thought it was. That just happened to spark it. That doesn't happen overnight, right? I've been a mess in like my lifestyle and my my diet and how I take care of myself. Just it hasn't been good. It hasn't been up to par, dude. So it was kind of like a midlife crisis and realizing like I really got to take care of myself. My mortality is really like it's real. You know, I got tested last year. It let me know. And now as we get older, like health is wealth and like we need our health. We need I want to be able to move fucking proper at 80, you know, and I so it was an awakening, dude. And but the whole week. I just felt super emotional. I felt like, you know, I just kind of felt lost. I felt like a mess. I felt literally like you're hurting your core. Your stomach is your core. So like literally my core was hurting. And I did that to myself. I did that through years of hurting myself. What is the stomach ulcer? Though? Right. What is the stomach ulcer? Like, what is the, what do you, I, you know, I, I can't really get into it too much. Cause I'm not, I'm really not a doctor. I just Googled it, mm. but there's just like, um, you know, there's heartburn. There's a bunch of stuff with your gut. It's your gut and how it processes food. And, um, I get heartburn all the time. And it's like, it's like the lining. It's like the lining in your stomach. So you probably have like a stomach ulcer, I right? Be and that's leading up to it. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Cause 
Yeah, man, because, you know, I've had heartburn for a while. And like I said, my habits have been bad. So I've been trying to break habits. Like, that's really what I've been trying to do lately is and just like my mindset, I could feel like is like kind of refreshing itself because for this whole year and for a while, I really haven't felt like myself. I felt I have a very like uninspired. Right. Even like look at Capture Culture podcast, man. We love doing it, but it two episodes. It stopped being as cons- stop being as consistent as it once was. So I'm like really trying to find that inspiration. And I feel that coming out now. Mm. And I feel that coming back. But what happened with my week, man, is like I'm in this dark place. I'm emotional. Not super dark. And I'm not necessarily emotional because of sadness. Sometimes like the massive idea of what life is and all that life comes with, like the highs and the lows, like it's like so overwhelmingly magnificent that I get emotional sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, and it's not like a panic attack. It's like a goddamn, your chair is creaky as fuck by the sorry. way every time you move. Like, uh, no, but. Like you get yeah, scared man, so, or you get more of like an emotional no, overwhelm, like a beautiful kind of thing. It's not fear. It is, it's a mix of sadness and just like, it's a mix of sadness and happiness and also just trying to figure out life because now it's like the next step for me. You know, I also have a job that I don't like, like many Americans, you know, and it's trying to it's about trying to figure out what's my next move and how do I turn what I love into something profitable as well or not. It doesn't even have to be about money. I heard a quote on a podcast uh, called On Purpose. And the guy said that. um we feel burnt out. Some people think they're burnt out because they're working too hard and they're doing too much. But really, you're burnt out because you're doing too little of the things you love to do. Yeah, I've heard that too, though. It's true. You know, true. so that really that really stuck with me. And it was like, it's so true because when you don't do the things you love and you don't get that release and that euphoria and that like innocent fun that you have doing the things you love, it doesn't re-energize your battery. So I'm trying to do all of that, man. But also... When I was in the car driving, I'm like, what do I need, man? And the, the answer became obvious to me. It was, and it was instant, man. It was like, I need God. I need a mm. spirituality in my life. I haven't been feeding my soul. I've been worried and trying to like fix my mind and my body, but it's mind, body, and soul. And it's the Holy Trinity. And I haven't been to church in a long time, like seven, eight years. You know and I went to church last Sunday. Bro. I went to, I went to church last Sunday and I hit up, you know, these acquaintances we made out here in Vegas. Thank you. It felt great, man. It just I wanted to be around like-minded people, spiritual people, just people who are trying to work to be the best versions of themselves and give nothing but good energy back to the world. It's like why wouldn't I want to be around that? And I needed that. And you know, I live in Sin City in Las Vegas, so I definitely I haven't been since I moved out here. You know what, bro? So I went to church yeah um it's very funny that you say this to me right now um Mm -hmm. the last month or so you know i've been um like some guy came up to me uh the other day and just handed me up he walked like across the street somewhere handed me something a piece of paper and i look at it it's like uh jesus it's a jesus um uh brochure you know it's like a, a brochure for jesus but it's just wow reminding me about god you know and I, I, and then um what had happened uh anyway like i've been having all these little reminders about god you know and um mm-hmm. how 
I, I've also been thinking about like, man, um, I need to face God almost, you know, like I need to go, um, right. I need to go speak with, you know what I'm saying? Like, or just pray. I just, oh, I need to pray. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, pray. Yeah. I just need to pray. Um, cause I haven't done that in a long ass time, man. I haven't prayed, you know, um, hmm. Um, I've been watching this so easy, so easily neglected, yeah. right? Like, yeah. And it does. And you know, it's real before you get back to your thoughts. It's, it's, every time I go to church, dude, I always leave feeling good and I don't go a lot, but I always leave feeling good. And it's like, I smoke weed cause it, cause I think it feels good. And I do that often. Yeah. Like, why don't I go to church just as much? Like, cause I always leave feeling good. You know, so I'm going to, I'm starting to go, I can't, you know, I'm not going to make that promise and be like, I'm going to be there every Sunday, right. but I'm going again this Sunday and I plan on going next Sunday. And the honest truth is like, I actually can't wait to go back on Sunday. You know, like I I'm waiting for Sunday for church. Yo. You know, it used to be, I'm waiting for Sunday for football. Now it's like, I'm waiting for Sunday, you know, for church and I'm going from 9am to 10am. So it's like, I get up nice and early. It's beautiful in the morning. It's like it's literally like food for your soul in the morning. It's breakfast for your soul, and just yeah, just beautiful. Just a thought though, that church's doors are open twenty four seven, just in case you know. Oh yeah, you know, like yeah. No, I know, I know. And I'm taking baby steps, but you know, I think eventually it'd be cool maybe to like volunteer or help out there or be part of a community, uh, uh, you know, right. and like maybe join join a club or something like that or. You know, but I'm just taking it baby steps and one day at a time. No, I'm so. saying, like, well, I don't really know how Catholic churches work, um, but uh, I went to a Christian church. Oh, was it a Christian? Yeah. Are you Catholic? It was actually a Christian Catholic church. church? I, I mean, I'm 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 raised Catholic. Mm. I'm raised Catholic, but I mean, I just believe in God. Right, you know right. what I mean? I just get, I just need, I just got a spirit, and I go to Christian church, and I reach out to my friends specifically because I seen them when what they post. And it's like they got the band and the band is just singing. It's on stage. It's not like a traditional church sermon like, uh, kind pews, of mm. pews and sermon and like all that. It's like they got a band on stage. They sing music. Uh, it's all chill. The vibes in there are casual. They got, you know, they're serving coffee up in the front like it's Starbucks. Um so I picked that church specifically just for the casualness of it. And the people that I know, they sit all the way up in the front to the right. They know the pastor. They introduced me to one of the pastors there when I was there. And they're like, it's his first time. And it was cool because he was just a super, like, just cool, regular guy. And he's like, yeah, man, just be who you are. That's all we want you to be. It's just like, be who you are. Do you. And he's like, we're not going to throw Bibles at you. Just like, hang out, whatever, you know. And it was, it was chill. And it's it's like uh i've been carrying like a weight on me dude whatever it is i just be carrying a lot you know we stress a lot we worry a lot we think too much sometimes at least i do and it's like all this weight it's like uh it just gets relieved but taking it to church for the first time like i was nervous is what i was trying to say like it was a weird like there were weird nerves like i was a little like shy quiet it was almost like being a little kid going to school for the first time like it's um but i instantly felt like welcomed and at home and it was relaxed so definitely definitely will be going back that's really and right yeah no and and a cool thing that day so first time i'm going back to church right years seven eight years this they they were doing baptisms at the end of mass 
And I guess they don't really do baptisms that often because I asked my friend, I'm like, how often they do this? She's like, I don't know, maybe once every six months or eight months. And the day that I went, so happened to be baptisms. And one day I do want to get baptized again when the time is right and I feel like I'm ready because I was baptized as a kid being Catholic, but I want to do it again as an adult, as like a rededication because you go through this fucking wild journey in life, man, and the devil tempts you and it's not like I'm a perfect person. And we've talked about this, right? We've just, life, life is always going to be a war between your mind, body and mind. So, yo, man, uh, I think it's really beautiful, so, man, that, that you, yeah. you, you had um, a question that you were asking yourself and you were like, man, wh mm. why the fuck do I feel this way? You know? And then yeah. you found an answer, you know? Instantly. And then you acted on that. You know what I'm saying? I think, and then you acted on it to yeah. the point where, man, sometimes when I think of like church or God or um, religion or being a Muslim or um, I think of, um, authority i think of almost dorkiness a little bit i think of mm -hmm. uh, like very um goody goody not fun you know what i'm saying very strict uh, at, at least as a muslim you know like right. um right um there are a lot of places in churches and mosques i would imagine they're they are like that they are they are strict like right. that um, and then there, and then there's a lot that's not and and to me it just seems like being a Muslim, right? It's, it's extra. It's too much for me. You know, like it doesn't even work for my parents. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't even fuck around. You know I mean? They, they'll say that they're Muslims, but you know, like they still eat pepperoni right. on their pizzas. They still drink, you know, they blah, blah, blah. Um, right. It's just what they relate to. Right. And I almost feel like because I know that it's not for me, you know what I'm saying? Like Islam is beautiful, but I don't know if it's necessarily something that I could hold up on my shoulder. You know what I'm saying? I just don't know if I could follow the rules um, and do it justice. So um, I don't feel like that shuts me out from um, God, right? But- uh, No, not at all, man. But I, that's why I always say, like, I, I, I'm careful when I choose my words. Like, I say, like, this, I get my spiritual teachings. I just get my soul food from, like, Christianity and Catholicism just because that's what I was raised in. It's what I know. Yeah. But, you you know, one, you don't have to go to church to get to know your own God. Having a conversation with God is in your head and in your spirit at all times, right? But church is awesome. Church is where you could kind of, like, go or wherever it is you do go. It's just where you go to get re-energize and get fueled up again when the tank is running a little low and you know energy from people is a real thing it's a real thing you got to be cautious of the energy you get from other people as well so if i go to work monday through friday and i'm around co-workers and it's stressful and the energy at work is that we're all working we're all there for the dollar just getting by and that's all I know. And that's like the energy I'm constantly putting in my my soul. When you go to church, it's like a completely different community, energy and atmosphere and ambiance and community. And like, let me tell you something, man, these people that like go there, like life isn't all peaches and cream, man. People aren't like singing Kumbaya and they're like, life is so amazing. Like these people are just like you and I going through shit, man, going through shit and life is hard and we make mistakes 
and everyone's just there though to 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 get guidance and be there for one another and like celebrate that love and that passion to get better together you get what i'm saying and it's like that community together so it really was good and every time i go i'm like why don't i go more often and it was it was cool man like that morning it didn't even have like that morning i woke up was the first day i ever like i felt good in a week like physically because i was sick all week with like what was going on like literally i was sick all week and that was the first day i felt good and there was snow in the mountains all around like the landscape was beautiful fucking snowed out here but it was a clear day as i'm driving to church like the skies are blue there's just gorgeous white red mountains in the background like the backdrop was beautiful i go i haven't seen these friends in a long time you know they're they're older than me they're like they made a joke at lunch or breakfast we found out they're even older than my mom but they invite me out to breakfast with them and they're great people and it was great to see them again and i haven't seen them since the accident so we're just all catching up and stuff and uh so i'm going again this sunday but it was just like the birds were chirping i don't know if you remember man i told you like lately music hasn't even been hitting me mm. right like no i remember i was telling you like i'm just driving home at night sometimes in utter silence like nothing new no music's coming out my playlists aren't really hitting they're not touching me nothing seems to like yeah i remember nothing has flavor yeah. nothing has flavor right now right and now it all got flavor again Dumb. now i could taste now i could taste again you know what i mean like i'm listening to all like just all this great music and and feeling it and music with substance and like feeling it and like allowing myself to get emotional during certain parts of the song it'll come out of nowhere man i don't know like i'm just in touch with my emotions right now like for real and I'm just working on that mind, body, and soul. But now music is great, Dope. and and Dope. yeah, dude, it's just it's it's just a good feeling. You know, you started this episode saying self care and in our robes, and I'm really taking that to heart right now. Yeah. Like, I wanna I wanna live good and I wanna be healthy for a long time, man. And that means like mentally, spiritually healthy, as well. That all all types of health is what I really want to feel. Like. Yo, man, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna follow your lead, man, and and actually. I feel like I'm 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 very proud of you right now, man. I'm like, man, I I, I, I appreciate that, man. I, I I think I think it's the right thing to do right now. You know, it's the only thing to do. You know, and hundred percent. You know, you almost were asking about my future a little bit earlier, and you know, I didn't really have an answer for you, um, because I I don't necessarily feel like I I have you know an answer or a future. You know, mm. um, but. you think a part of you is being self-destructive because that's that's mm. that's what me like that's 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 some terms I had to come to terms with, too, with myself with like just bad eating or whatever. Like is a part of me just being self-destructive, you know, like just almost like, eh, you know, if, if it comes and I die of this, then whatever, that's my life. But that's not a good way to. I think, mean, here's the thing, know? man, my my brother, my little brother, you know, he's a doctor. Uh, my father is a doctor and they've been telling mm. me go go get your fucking colon cancer or test or this and that and yeah get your insurance and this and that and i'm just like man i i just uh, maybe like yeah in that way i'm, I'm a little self-destructive where uh i don't really i let my anxiety almost win out most of the time and i guess that's a little self-destructive. Uh, you know, most of the time when I was 
whenever I'm late, man, a chillies, you know, or I, it's just an anxiety of, of having to be in front of people, having to talk to people. Mm. Um, and but you don't come off like that, which is crazy, right? Isn't it? It's the ones that seem so outgoing sometimes that got inner demons or just well, not even demons, but like feel like they're. Well, I definitely, um, yeah, definitely have a social anxiety, you know, um, it, 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 my stutter is bad. I've got, uh, um, you know, speech impediments. I have a lisp and I have a stutter and I, I kind of, now I'm fucking. It's just probably all the drugs you'd be doing. <laughs> I don't do drugs, man. Well, used to do, maybe used to, used yeah, to. Yeah. Come used on, to. man. Like you're. You're like, no, yo, you're, you're, not like, you're not like some drug. You're not like some druggy. I just, I just, I'm the one that said I didn't. Yeah, I know. I was like, your mom's going to hear that maybe, so. possibly, you know, but. I, then that's the truth, man. That's the truth. But we have, uh, as you get older, you have a better relationship with your parents. True. It becomes more of a honor system type shit. True. You know, I'm not their kid anymore. Yeah. And I feel like. Well, I'm the kid, but I'm not the baby, you know? I feel like I'm trying to get my dad, like, on this weed shit right now. I'm like, yo, come on, smoke some weed, man. Like, let's, come on, sit down with me and smoke yeah. some weed. You know, come on, smoke some yeah, weed. my dad won't either. He won't. He won't fucking touch it. And I'm like, dude, come on. Like, what? Like, you take Xanax all the fucking time. You know, like, he he pops yeah. so many pills. Isn't that crazy? He pops so many Isn't pills. And it's like, dude, just, just sit here. And he complains about the food don't taste good, you know? Uh, I can't find anything good on TV to watch. Fucking, I just need to chill out and relax. Like, every little thing he complains about, it's like, yo, weed will fix that, you know? Like, weed will fix it's that. bad propaganda, dude. I know, right? My dad's the same way. But when he eats, like, the CBD gummies or whatever, he loves them. But, like, he ain't. He really ain't fucking with weed he like that. He ain't fucking with the high? You know, like, I, he won't know. Like, he... I, I mean, I'm not trying to get him all stoned out of his mind. But, like, you know, there are times um, where... You know, yeah, food doesn't taste good to them. You know, it's really hard for a cancer patient to eat. Yeah. So easy for us to sit there and be like, eat, eat. You got a big plate of food, especially when you know what their appetite used to be like when they were healthy, right. you know, and it, it hurts. It hurts. Like my dad's frail right now, dude. He's lost so much weight. He's put a little back on, but goddamn, did he fucking lose a lot of weight fighting cancer? You know what I mean? He fucking God, lost a lot of so weight. So sorry to hear that, bro. And you look at his. Yeah, man, it's tough. You know, it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat it and be oh, it's all good. It's tough. Like, cancer affects the whole family. Yeah. Like, you know that. Right. It affects it affects the whole family, dude. And when you see people you love, like, just become, I don't want to say less of who they are because they're damn strong with everything they have to deal with. You know, it's a shame to, like, say that. It's just, they're a shell. It's kind of like, you know, they're a shell of what they used to be for sure. I mean. But he wouldn't touch weed, man. You know, we're trying to get him to, to smoke. Get an appetite, like you like food, or you know, just eat these edibles, just so you get hungry. Eat the food, man. But old school Jordanian, man, he ain't gonna do that. He yeah. ain't gonna touch. My you. dad's Afghan, and he's you know Kandahar. You fucking, he's not. To him, I feel like what he what he says, he's like, well, uh, you and your brother fucked me up. Like the shit you guys used to like, because you guys, I won't, I don't want to smoke it now. I'm like. That's such a cop out. Blame it on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Just, I want you to enjoy your life a little bit. You know, fucking smoke this shit. But, All right, man. I don't know, man. Like, to me, I, I had a point. Like, I forgot what I was saying, but there was a reason why I brought that up specifically. Um, I just want to enjoy life, man. I'm just trying to enjoy life. 
um, and do the right things. That's what it's about. And um, there's got to be a balance, though. There's got to be a balance of enjoying life and also planning for a future, or you know, just setting yourself up right. Enjoying life. That's like right. Go ahead. Sorry. You know, that's what that's what you're trying to navigate. You know, and shit, dude. We're middle aged men now. You know what I mean? Like we're getting up. We're getting up there in age. So like, there, there it is a turning point in life where like you do kind of. You start experiencing new things and you have to grow again. You you know, you can't be stuck in your ways all the time, especially if they're bad. And a lot of us have those bad habits. So it's about breaking them and feeding yourself what's good. I just watched the doc, the documentary on Lex Luger. Okay. You know what happened? Do you remember Lex Luger, bro? Yeah, I remember Lex Luger. Do you remember Luger. how... The rest... Yeah, you remember how big Lex Luger used to be? Yeah. Um, Huge. Huge, dude, right? Arnold Schwarzenegger looking like... Kind of, you know. One day he went on an airplane, fell asleep, woke up paralyzed. Damn. Woke up paralyzed, right? And like there was, there wasn't a fucking accident. No, he just woke, woke up, up paralyzed. paralyzed. Woke up, par like this big ass bodybuilder wrestler dude, you know, five thousand, like five thousand matches. Fucking woke up paralyzed, and his body diminished to the point of where. He's in a wheelchair and his legs are like not there pretty much. They're like little shrubs. And, um, mm. you know, he used to be a huge prick when he was young, you know, and, and big and fit. Um, and now he's the sweetheart of a man and always smiling and super nice to everybody. And, um, and, and he, he attributes and he, he says he's happier now, you know, or I don't know if, I'm sorry, I don't know if he's happy or not, but his happiness now is attributed to God, you know, or is attributed to mm. God showing him the the way, you know? Um, mm. And and to be a wrestler, right, to be very body, all about your body, all about your looks, to be that. To feel strong all the time. Right, and then to lose that, you know, and he said something, he's like, God, um, show me, show me how to live like this because I, it's just, I don't know how to live like this, you know? So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying, I'm talking about it, but, um, I just watched it and I thought like, man, imagine losing everything you have, you know, right. and still, everything you love, still having the will to stay on this earth, stay here to go on. Yeah. I know, man, that's. You got to be grateful all the time. You know, you really do. And we're human. It's okay that we fall in those ruts. But, like, you know, I hate doing the dishes. I hate fucking doing the dishes, right? <laughs> I hate dishes, man. I love to cook. Hate the dishes, though, that comes with it. But I clean. I'm very punctual about it and, and shit. But I hate the dishes, right? Mm -hmm. And I mentioned that because, like, when I was hurt last year and I, I didn't have the ability to do the dishes. You get what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even, like, I might hate him, but I didn't even have the ability right. to do it. And that was a different type of hate that I felt there. That was a different type of feeling when you didn't even have the ability to do it. So now, you know, when I'm in, when I'm feeling like, oh, motherfucking all these damn dishes, I think of that. I do. I remind myself of that, that I'm even lucky to be standing here you could do right now. Yeah. And the dishes is what I'm doing. Like, it's, it's life could be so much more worse. You know, me cleaning dirty dishes mean that I had a blessed meal and i had a good meal like that's that's how i got to look at yeah. it like it sounds like we're growing up know? man this is like you know what i'm saying like what you just said is like so like on the dot 
you know it's just so perfect like right it that is what it means you know and it is a blessing you know to be doing the dishes you know what i'm saying like fuck right fuck i need to think of i mean like i need to think of it like that from now Truthfully. on you know like it is it's yo you're 100 right with that man like fuck right dude I'm telling you, man, ever since last Sunday, I've been like, I feel like I'm back to myself and my mind is getting back there and back into a positive spot, creative spot. Uh, like eating healthy is something I truly want to do and I enjoy doing now. Like I'm not craving the bad shit. And let me tell you something, man. Devil comes in all in all shapes and forms. The devil for me is like a crumble cookie. Okay. Ooh, I get your a, 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 the devil for me is like, croissant in the morning. you know, it. It within within that moment, mm -hmm. right? Like, since since I've been eating clean, I've been tempted with bad food at work. It's been around me. Alcohol is always, you know, in the script. You try to. I'm trying to do something with the homies soon at work because I don't have homies actually. So I want to go see John Wick later this month. Why? Right. In the theater? Because John Wick is in the theaters because it's badass, and I haven't been to the theaters in a long time. And John Wick is a fucking movie theater movie. Okay. 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 It's okay. a movie theater movie. And, but Alexis hates that shit, so I can't go with her. So typically, man, my mindset is like, all right, I'm not. I guess I'm not gonna go to the theaters and watch it. I'm not gonna go by myself, right? But I was like, nah, you know, let me. I need to. I need to network more. I really need to make an effort more. So let me invite the coworkers. Yeah. Let me see if all the the homies want to go. Let's go shoot some pool. Yeah. Maybe go fucking bowling. Let's go see John Wick. Bro. And they're all down, dude. And they're all down. So I, I made myself a little mandate. Hopefully later up, this month. But again, it's just like little steps I'm trying to do to help grow and like help. Hey man, we're, just help my life more. You, be less stagnant. You and I, you know, met each other at a workplace. You know, you and I met each other at Chili's, and um, right. I have a lot of good friends through work. And man, I feel like the people that I've I've met from your work through you have all been all good people. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, amazing, um, dude! Amazing people. For whatever reason, I haven't made that same um, commitment to relationships moving out here to Vegas. I guess I was just more focused on getting my life established here and with Alexis and giving her the proper attention. But it's gotten to a point now where I do have to like – and she wants this for me anyways is to make friends. Like I don't like leaving my wife at home by herself and me out having fun because we live in a state where we don't really know anybody. Right. And it's weird to be at home by yourself, you know? It's just, it is. I didn't think so too. But when she's out and I'm at home, it's just like a weird feeling. It's not a good feeling. Yeah. So I try not to do that to her. But now it's like, I gotta, there's gotta be some give and take. And she's, she's not arguing that at all. But so that's, that's my step bro. in that direction. Try to, the, the guy, <laughs> to, to switch it. Up. The guy you got into an accident with, um, are, do you still talk to him? Have you talked to him since? Are you? No, no, no. And, but there's no, there's no hard feelings there, mm. you know? Um, you know, there's a, there's a power man in in letting go of things like really letting go not holding on. I'm really not one to hold a grudge. I, I'm not, not one to hold a grudge. And I also accept responsibility somewhat of that situation in that night, you know, of not just not even putting myself in that situation. Forget getting in the car with him. I shouldn't have been good enough to know to he shouldn't I shouldn't have let him drive even, right. you know? So I didn't want to sue him for that reason. And some people didn't understand it, but that's really what it is. It's accepting self-responsibility. When I met up with my church friends recently, they're telling me, oh, you know, go after the insurance company, sue, 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 blah, blah, blah. 
And it's not like I'm not. I got a lawyer and I hopefully got something coming my way. But I'm not like in it for the money and the payday. I realize my back is going to fucking suck for the rest of my life yeah. probably. You know? You're know, you going to have that trauma but, as well for the rest of your life, man. Trauma for the rest of my life. But, there, you know. What I, you know, here's another church quote, man, just because it just presented itself right now in this situation, what we're talking about. The pastor said, hurt that isn't transformed is transferred to other people. So I'm trying to transform all the hurt that I've been through. That's that's the journey of it. And that's the beauty of it. It's made me realize a lot of things. But I let go. So I let go. I didn't hold on to any grudges with him. I didn't. He's just not in my he wasn't like a close homie anyway. He was dating my coworker at the time. Okay, and now they're not dating, so I haven't even really seen them. Mm. Wish them all the best. No hard feelings, but you you know you can't hold on to grudges as well. Um, and there was a Bible verse that I heard on television, um, and it went something like, um, "Where there's darkness, um, let let me bring light. Where there's fear, let me bring um, uh, safety. Where there's." Um, uh, mm you know, hatred, let me bring love, like pretty much, you know, and, and it really uh, resonated with me, you know, um, and it seems like you're, you're already on that um, wavelength, man, like you're kind of a, um, a man, like, I, I gotta say, man, it's very, uh, I'm looking at you and be like, I'm like, this is something, this is something that I want to do too, you know, like this, like putting on the rope, something, you know. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, so it's funny how that worked, right? Yeah, like, hey, in your own way, you got to do what you have to do to to get better in your own right, right? Like whatever church is for you. I mean, I'd, I'm inviting you. You ever come out here? You want to go to church with me? Come to church with me. This is not like me trying to convert anybody no, right here, yeah, you know, because. No. With me, it's very like I'm not going to push my spirituality religion on anybody. All I'm going to do is talk about my own personal uh, life and my, you know, everything I've actually been through. And you could interpret it in any way you want to interpret right. it and take it however way you want to interpret it. But I'm not perfect, dude. I still, you know, in my head say like, man, fuck everybody like five times a day because I work with people. I just like life is still stressful. Like I'm not right. a perfect person, but I am working on it and I am trying to work on myself. And, and self-care and take the necessary steps to break habits as well, man. Well, to fucking habits. Habits are hard to break, dude. They really, they really are. Yeah, you can say that again, man. It's so easy to sit and give people advice on their life. and But for you to actually implement advice you would give yourself to yourself is way easier said than done. Yeah, that's something that I, I'm often telling people how they should live their life. But, you know, fucking... Could could not for the fuck of me. You take my own advice, you know. So, um, I feel like we're both in positions right now, bro, where we're looking at where we're at in life and how can we turn it around a little bit, and make it better. Like we're not horrible people, not at all. You know, we're yeah. not. We're good people. We're just trying to be better versions of ourselves every day, right? And yeah, dude. I mean, if this is a midlife crisis, it's not so bad because I yeah, I don't think you're having a midlife. It's like crisis I know. Yet. I know how to psychoanalyze myself. You know what I mean? I really am smart like that. Right. Like I could You checkmate. I I'm checkmate, right. man. I've like I've done it before in past, like identifying an issue or a problem with myself and really trying to break it down and get to the root and get to the root of stuff. But you know, I guess you asked me what my biggest fear is, right? My biggest fear right now is just knowing 
that my biggest challenges are still ahead of me. They're still ahead of me. Like I know like my biggest challenges in life have yet to come. And that's kind of scary when you've lived 36 years of your life, you know, and you've been through challenges already and emotions and all types of things. I what what makes me scared and it's a healthy fear. It's not like I'm a scared fear. I'm going to tackle it all head on and and with God and all that. stuff. I'm going to tackle it all on. But that's the scary thought. My biggest challenges are still ahead. So. Dude, I mean, that's but that's life. Life's never going to be easy. You know, that's also a realization I've come to, you know, it's like no matter how hard you work and no matter what little nest egg you save, sometimes something comes up, whether it be money or relationships or turmoil or whatever the case may be, there's always going to be friction. Mm. There's always going to be friction. And you just got to be ready for when it. When you say like my my biggest hurdles are, are ahead of me, you know, it makes me realize like, yeah. I mean, I haven't really dealt with shit yet, you know, like really, mm-hmm. I haven't dealt with really nothing, you know, like my parents are still here. Um, mm. uh, my dog is still here. You know what I'm saying? Like I haven't really, uh, I don't have any kids, you know you've, what I'm saying? You've dealt with some trauma. I've dealt man. with trauma, but you've like dealt with some trauma. my biggest, I mean, you know. but yeah, and it's scary, right? That was, it yeah. sucked. But I mean, when I think about it, it's like, oh shit, the biggest ones are yet to come. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You know they're on the horizon but i've got to be strong enough to deal with it when it does you know what i'm saying right now right. i couldn't deal with it right i couldn't deal with any of that shit now you know i couldn't deal with having a kid right now per se you know like i couldn't i'm not ready i know i'm not ready you know what i'm saying but i don't know anyway you're not ready till it happens i mean you know that's just like in a fight, you don't know where you're made of till you're backed up to a corner, you know? Yeah. You I mean, I think you're capable of great things and you could you could tackle it on. And that's that's how I feel about myself too. But it's okay to feel vulnerable at times. It's okay for life to seem humongous to you at times, because it is, dude. It is. It's you know, people toss around that that phrase mental health like so much, but it really is like at the forefront of everything right now and you know we as a society been through a lot with covid and just the world changing on the fucking drop of a dime like that you know and and through social media and all this technology like we're all going through a lot and mental health is a lot and and it's okay it's okay but you got to be cautious of it you got to you got to pinpoint problems and pinpoint characteristics about you that you don't like and you got to try to figure it out and fucking work on it and you're like, I don't know. I mean, when you and I say mental health, right? I mean, it means one thing, you know. And then when I see clips like that, do that one dude up um, in Oregon who was on the college, you know, on fire. Um, he had, he had, um, he was, uh, I don't know. I'm sure he had, he was having a mental breakdown, but he was on fire, mm-hmm. running around, right. and people you could hear in the video are saying like, should we, should we, um. What did they say? Like, should we call? Uh, oh, should we call the police? Or you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, just being like lost. They're filming they're it. Filming exactly. Filming you know it, what I'm saying? But they're not calling the police. Or putting yeah. him out, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, they're trying to help. Like, you fucking help this guy because he's he's not all there. You know what I'm saying? And he yeah. probably can't remember. Some of it could be shocking, awe though, like deer in a headlight type shit. Bro, too, if someone's know, on fire, that, you like, gotta like, I mean, help that person. Shocking. You know, like. 
help me throw there. water something you know like i don't know man like uh there's all types of hey man that's horrible but you know there's all types of levels to mental health you know there's but most of us deal with anxiety and stress and we do deal with um social anxiety like you're not the only person to feel the way you do when you go out and you're having to talk to a bunch of people like that is a real thing and it's just uh you know it's just something you you always got to work on and i do believe mind body and soul helps all of that like it, it all right. is hand in hand yeah. it's all hand in hand you know and for me i've always tried to work on my weight i've always try to read a book for my mind or something like that. But I was missing like the spiritual growth, even though I was believing I was, I was missing that. So like, I feel like that was almost a missing piece. And like, you've got a, you know, that was crucifix on your, um, or no, I know. Yeah. Cause it's not like I found God two weeks ago. Right. right? right. Like I know it wasn't that I found God. It was, it was that I decided to start talking to God again. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it was like, let me get God on the phone type type thing and let me get let me put let me reprogram it in the speed dial type shit you know and now it's just about what doing what, I, what do you think <laughs> just just being consistent what do you think was the thing that took you took it off took him off speed or her or took god off speed dial you know what i'm saying like what well yeah it's just life, man. Moving out on my own, moving to another state, not taking the time to sacrifice for that time, being lazy about it. No resentment towards uh, it, no anger, nor no. No resentment. And I'm always I am spiritualist, so it's not like I haven't dipped in it. You know, we had the spirituality episode, you and I talk about it. So it's not like it hasn't been there. Mm -hmm. Right. But it was like the act of going to church was like the act of like me really like wanting this and wanting and acknowledging it and ready to like put in the work mm. you know what i mean like if you're an nba player you're not going to step on the court and shoot like steph curry right off the bat you gotta go to practice you gotta put in that work you get that's how you that's how you build your craft and spirituality is the same stuff if you really want to be stronger it's just like any other muscle that you work out it really is like spirituality is like any other muscle and that's that's kind of all it was it's always was to get me out of a rut. And I was in a fucking rut. I was in a rut. Hated the way I feel. I'm like heavier than I've been in a while. I've been I've been feeling like fucking shit. Like literally feeling like a mess. Like I cleaned up my beard. I just trimmed it down. Like took a nice shade. Just wanted to like feel good again and feel like less of a beautiful mess that I am. <laughs> so You are so, a beautiful mess, you know? sir. You are. I mean, yeah, to me Sometimes it's hard, dude. You know, so it's hard. Like it's like a depressed person knows they're depressed, but they can't get out of being depressed. And you know, that's and it was like I was in this rut. I hated being in a rut, but I wasn't willing to put in the work to get out of to get out of it. You know, you know, man. Like I, when I think about you, you know, uh, I think about you as like you've got it all. You know, like you've got it all figured out. Um, and uh, but I don't. I know, and I'm I'm learning that. You know, I'm learning that you're. You're just flawed, you know, but you hold it together very well. Um, yeah, man. man you, We're all scarred, dude. We're all scarred. You know, you're, but I love myself. You're a man about your shit, you know? You're like, you're definitely um, a man about it, man. And uh, I don't know, man, props, man. Respect. That's how I try to carry it, man. That's how I try to carry it. Just try to be the best man, mm -hmm. you know, all all around. All around, dude. So... Yeah, dude. That that's that was my last couple of weeks, dude. Just going going through all that, 
and but feeling good again coming out the other side of it and feeling good ready to make more capture culture dude you know yes, sir you know on that capture culture no man i'm definitely loving the um i think this episode right uh this style you know is is a little more um man i just love that our conversation today man i think it was a real ass conversation it wasn't forced it wasn't about a specific right. subject or it wasn't about a current event you know it was just me and you which isn't always bad though right. which isn't always bad but this this was dope though i mean right. this is but good the, this, is what me, it, this, this is how it started essentially right, right? exactly and to me this is really this is value you and i on the phone having like right. a conversation about life 100 led led to us doing this well i've always i've always seen it i've always seen our conversations have like we have a we have a we could have good conversations and i think that i've always seen yeah. that but this i feel like is the way we should do things it's easier it's it's the conversation has value you know it offers something to people and um i hear you bro and i hear you man yeah man you know what I you know what I say, man? This is a cliche saying, but it's something that I am adopting, dude. It's just one day at a time. We'll just do it one day at a man, time. Right, bro. Man. We'll just we'll just keep doing this thing and we'll take it one day at a time and we'll just go with the flow, roll with the punches. You know what I you're mean? Right. It's just literally, you know, like when I think about getting healthy, right, all in all, there's a big mountain in front of me of fucking shit I have to do. There's a huge fucking mountain in front of me, right? And a steep hill to really like achieve where I'm trying to go. Where are you trying to go? What are you trying? What's your help? But, but, but I got to take that just one day at a time. Cause if I think about that fucking mountain, all I got to do is win every single day. Every day I got to wake up and win every single day. You get what I'm saying? It should be easy for you, bro. Like you're pretty competitive, you know? Uh, I've it's like, I, I saw a Kobe clip talk about competition, bro. I saw a Kobe clip and it was when he was up 2 0 on the magic and it looked like they're going in and they're asking Kobe and Kobe looks so serious. He's like, what am I happy about? Job's not done. <laughs> Job's not done. Right. Yeah, that's what Kobe's saying. Job's not right. done. And that's kind of like, it's just one game at a time, one day at a time. And I want to get like one somehow tattooed somewhere on me. Like I, you know, cause it's one day at a time. It's like, if you're in the gym, it's one more rep. You know you what I mean? If you're 20, on the treadmill, you should get a 24 one more. or an eight instead. Right. I feel like get, you nah. getting a Kobe tattoo. I almost want a Kobe tattoo because that Mamba mentality is something I really respect. You know, but I'm not really. Yeah, Mamba I'm not a fan of Kobe per se. You know, like I like such a way. I, I like I like shit like that. Like oh, job's not done. Like I love shit like that where yeah. you know it's like man, you really right. and and that's consistent stories about Kobe like that. It's like that motherfucker was really about his business. You know, like uh um oh for sure bro i, I love but the approach has got to be one day at a time yeah. you know you really got to like take one task at a time you know sometimes you get overwhelmed like i get home sometimes i'm like i'm looking around oh fuck like i got all this shit i gotta do and what i do i'll put music on i'll smoke a bowl i center myself i get my chi and it's one task at a time and i just go from one thing at the next and i just get it all done and before i know it everything's all done but i don't like panic over all these little things i gotta fucking do so one task at a time one day at a time one step at a time you get what i'm saying um there's this uh japanese proverb or something where i can't remember the word for it but the idea behind it is every single day take a little 
at least one little step towards your goal every single day. Just to at least mm-hmm. just take that one step, baby step. Um, and before you, Gotta before be. you know it, when you look down, like you'll you you'll have climbed a mountain, you know. So, hundred um, percent, bro. Every day is an opportunity. Every day, like you got. If you're not looking in the mirror every day and saying and asking yourself, "What did I do to get one step closer to the things I'm trying to achieve?" All right, Alex. So what's like? What, got to do something. What's What's your next step? Uh, brush up on that resume for like a new job slash career. You get what I'm saying? Um, no, it's one step though, just, right? Just that brush yeah. up that resume. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. Exactly. That's right. that's 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 what's up, man. All right, my. And on that, dude, CCP, baby, stay blessed, at your best, with a solid flex. <laughs>